Welcome to Piano Maverick. This is the show where we talk just about anything piano and having a lifestyle around it, whether you're just starting out or if you're a seasoned pro. I'm your host, Rodney Ronquillo. Today's topic, don't let anything or anyone stop you from your dream of playing piano. I remember when I first started up playing piano, I didn't really have a reason to do it. And this was at the age of four. I was just doing this to just please my parents and also just to, just pretty much to please everyone else but myself. But as I grew older, I had a reason to play piano. And I, But the thing is that I dreamed more so about having the girl that I wanted rather than just the piano. The piano was just a vehicle. But after that experience, I started to dream more about piano and playing in places like Carnegie Hall or Roy Thompson Hall here in Toronto. But what really solidified it was when I saw David Foster, the famous composer and producer, perform with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra at Ontario Place when we've still had the Molson Amphitheatre. It's now changed different names over the years, but it's still the same theatre but except it's not a it's not like a rotunda type theater. It's more of just an outdoor open air theater. Just this past weekend, my wife and I were performing at a Filipino festival in the city of Durham. Actually, the city of Ottawa in the Durham region here in Ontario, Canada. And I remembered how we we just uh, we performed on stage and we had a great time and the crowd really really enjoyed it and. I know that for a fact that singing is a dream of my, my wife's, but it was also somewhat of a dream of mine. Not as big as probably playing piano or even like scoring films or scoring TV shows. However, there was one little incident that happened in the evening when I actually came face to face with a bully. And he was pretty much yelling out profanities and threatening people. All he wanted was people to change the music on stage. He was actually a street heckler. He didn't have really any business to be there except to just disturb the peace. And when he didn't get his way, he would start bugging, bugging the audio people. He would start bugging the conductor, which is also a friend of mine. And he was also pretty much starting a ruckus with everyone, including me. And I have to admit that I let all the emotions fly because a lot of memories growing up, uh, a lot of memories that were mostly dealing with racist people came up being felt bullied and all that it just came through all those emotions came through me and then the next thing I know as I told the man to go and get lost I found myself face to face with this drunk man who was about to like threaten me anything I could think of that uh, or anything that he could think of I was already guessing what he would do to me the thing is it reminded me of the times when I really was enjoying playing piano, but I had hecklers growing up. All those hecklers are now, they're, they're pretty much older, we're, we're friends now. It's, you know, kids are kids, and bullies will always start at some age, but everybody does change. However, this one incident pretty much brought all of that back, so much so that I pretty much screamed at the guy to get lost. And I, I reminded him that he was doing, he was actually saying things that were very racist uh, to all of us. Thankfully, there were some friends of ours who were Taekwondo, Taekwondo black belts, and they were more calm. And actually, that pretty much inspired me because it's like there they are, they're calm like trees, like bamboo trees. 
And the thing about bamboo trees is that during a storm, a bamboo tree can bend, but they never break in a hurricane or even if to some degree a tornado. I mean, if there was everyone in a tropical climate or a tropical country. But it does bring back a lot of memories about how there were some hecklers that were making fun of me playing piano, being probably one of a few men, few boys out of probably a school of a thousand kids. I don't remember, it was probably 500, probably close to a thousand kids. And the girls were more known to play piano and it was very rare to find a guy playing piano. So obviously, when they would see a guy playing piano and especially with my colored skin, of course, they're gonna be able to pick on that kind of person. They would pick on me. And that made it hard for me because I was enjoying playing piano. I enjoyed bringing smiles on people's faces, especially the women. I mean, growing up back then, the way to a woman's heart was pretty much to be able to impress her with whatever skills you got, especially if it was piano. But that made it really hard. Whenever I would play piano, I would get heckled by some of the bullies in the class. And then it made it even harder when I would walk during the, during the school hall, like during recesses or during school breaks, where I would walk down the halls where, you know, you'd have all the lockers and so forth. And then the bullies would just be in the hallway and they would start making fun of me, or even to some degree, like they would also push me against the locker and make fun of me, maybe even just make fun of my piano playing. And that really, really, that really <clears throat> can, you know, it can bring down your spirits because of the things that you really like, enjoy doing. And yet you have people making fun of that dream. But what really solidified the dream for me and be able to keep it was that the girls were enjoying what I was playing. And a lot of the girls actually would tell the guys off. I couldn't pretty much tell the guys off back then. I was pretty much an insecure kid. I was dealing with racism. And also I had to deal with my grades and I had to deal with family life as well. And sometimes the things that you gotta do is you gotta find support and you gotta find reasons to keep your piano dream alive. There's a saying that the five people that you associate with will determine where you go in life. So if you have five people who are supportive of your piano playing and they love piano playing, you're pretty much gonna be the sixth person. If you're gonna be surrounded by five people who have issues with their finances, you're going to be the sixth person and so forth. I wasn't associating with those bullies, but I was forced to be in the classes with those bullies. That's what, that's some of the things I hated about school. They didn't really care whether you felt threatened or not. You had to be in the class with those bullies. And there were times when I really wanted to quit piano only because I was being called all of these derogatory names. It didn't help that there was a lot of racists when I was growing up. But I was really, really, I'm very grateful that I actually had a lot of support from the female students around me. And also people who were actually musicians, such as the drummers or the saxophonists, or even the extra keyboard players who were rock piano players. And I felt that that was one of the ways that I can actually get or gain more acceptance to keep my piano dream alive, was being around the musicians, especially the male musicians, because I felt like I would be protected around them if I was seen with them, especially the drummer. The, dr the drummer, the, let's put it this way, the drummers and the drummers, the guitarists, 
and the saxophonists are the most respected musicians usually in school and sometimes to some degree in life in adult life as well so the thing is to be able to keep your piano playing dream alive you've got to associate with people who support you you can't be an island onto your own because the thing is that if you play piano at some degree you can you can share with yourself you can pretty much play for your own pleasure but the thing is piano music whatever is meant to be shared with everybody because what good is playing piano if it's just for yourself but nobody else is going to listen to it and be touched by the music that you play when you can actually share your music with others and knowing that the others are very supportive of music and supportive of you it's the most rewarding feeling ever you don't want to let anybody stop you or anything stop you from pl your piano playing dream if you really want to protect your dream you got to protect it by having the right amount of people around you you got to find the right associations you've got to also read piano magazines watch piano players on YouTube like Lang Lang or David Foster or even Richard Clayderman. I, I still enjoy Richard Clayderman even up to this day. If you're a Christian, there's lots of Christian piano players like Michael W. Smith. If you love rock piano, there's Elton John and again there's David Foster. If you love jazz piano, there's Herbie Hancock, there's Keith Jarrett, I think he passed away uh, not too long ago. Um, who else? Yeah, there's so many piano players that out there that you can learn from, but you can associate with. And the more you do that, the more you will start to attract the right people into your life who will support your dream. See, to be able to protect your dream, to support your dream, you've got to be able to surround yourself with people who are supportive and who really like what you're doing. And if they're going all the way to the top with the piano, that's even better. If you have people who are competitive on piano, Make sure they are actually not insecure and that they're down to earth and that they enjoy the piano so much that they don't mind even teaching you because then that gives them grat some sort of, what's the word? Some sort of gratifying feeling that they are respected. When you respect other piano players who are very professional, nine times out of 10, they'll most likely want to be able to impart some of their skill and technique with you. And if you can be their biggest fan, that's even better because then when you become a professional then they will be so proud of you because you became a product of their teaching and then if you can acknowledge them in front of people or public then that's actually going to be able to solidify the relationship between you in the virtual so and the pro so to be able to keep your dream like i said and i've already mentioned it too many times in this podcast my wife does say that i kind of repeat things too much but don't to not to not let anyone stop you from your piano playing dream surround yourself with the right people you know the people who are very supportive listen to music every day make sure it's also uplifting music if possible because you know the pro the, there's nothing worse than being able to like listen to depressing music and then you get bullied by real people you want to be able to pr listen to music that empowers you and, and keeps you positive. So that way your mind takes you down alleys or locker rooms or even hallways or where the right people are rather than the wrong people. It's funny how the universe works and how frequency works. If you emit, sorry, if you emit a frequency 
that spruce out a lot of negativity, you're going to run into the bullies just like magic. But if you emit a frequency of positivity, happiness, and having great times, for some reason, you're just going to be walking to the right people and people who enjoy listening to your music and who enjoy being around you and you enjoy being around them too as well. That being said, that's all you need to do to be able to protect your piano playing dream. And there's the other thing too. There will be people who will tell you that piano playing is great, but it ain't going to pay the bills. Um, it's not like accounting. It's not like being a dentist. It's not like being an architect. Not like, like being an engineer or a scientist. It's not going to pay the bills. Well, I've got news for you. I've actually met people, especially piano players, who are making six figures. And some of them are also millionaires as well. But they are the few. And why is that? I think and I believe the reason for that is because those particular piano players associated with the right people and they associated with success-minded people. Success-minded people, in other words, who will take anything from like a strawberry tart recipe and make an empire out of it. So why not take a piano technique or, or just the joy of playing piano and recording it and make an empire out of that? There's so many possibilities in this universe. All businesses were started with very simple things. Imagine a flutist. Maybe one day there will be a flutist who can build an empire because of flute music or something that they did with the flute, whether it's stress-free yoga music or something that's very relaxing or Christian. Uh, I don't do, do yoga anymore and I have my reasons uh, for doing that, but I know there's still people that do that and that's totally their, their call. But you can take anything even a book, and build a huge empire out of it. I mean, take a look at Harry Potter. Uh, J.K. Rowling, she lived out of her car, but she never gave up. And she, her stories uh, for her children brought them to worlds that were so magical that one day later on, she became a billionaire. Or how about Tony Robbins? He only took a concept of something called Neuro Linguistic Programming, NLP. Something that's just a simple, simple technique. And he's, today he's one of the, the world's most respected uh, professional motivational speakers. And he's worth millions, probably half a billion now. Or maybe he is in the billion, who knows. So basically, you just take what you, you know, I mean, t take your love for music. Take that dream of yours. Surround yourself by the right people. Go to the right places. Go to the right places. If you have to, if you live at home and you're being constantly told that music is not going to be a real dream and that you're better off taking some other stuff, just love them from afar and put on the blinders. But stay, to your fo stay focused on your vision. Stay the course and always be finding ways to be creative. Stick around people who are very positive. Even if they don't play piano, but they, they enjoy listening to piano, they support you playing piano, and they are successful in some other field. And when I mean successful, I mean they've built a business and they become successful out of that. Those are the people you wanna hang around with. They are dream builders. They are dream builders in any other industry, but they also enjoy listening to piano. These are the people that will support you and encourage you to pursue your dream. And they will also encourage and challenge you 
to find ways to make your dream not just a reality, but to make it the biggest, the biggest ever. They will challenge you to think big. Just think really big. Now, I know there are some people in this day of age where they have their opinions, and I know, um, especially in the West, where there's a huge divide because they have opinions of who is the chief, the commander-in-chief for each country. But the thing is, <coughs> some of these commanders-in-chiefs wrote books on how to think big, of how to succeed, and so forth. Not everybody's going to agree with that, and that's totally fine. But for those of you who want to go far, you may want to open your mind, right? The open mind and just, just block out whatever is being said out there, whatever negative negative messages are being out there and keep an open mind and study some of these leaders you want to be able to if you want to go far you want to be able to learn from everybody good and bad or unspoken but make sure to learn the best from the best people learn from the most successful people and I promise you if you do that you're going to be in a much different place and you're going to be able to protect protect your dream of playing piano. That being said, I hope this helped you a lot. And this is Piano Maverick, and I'm your host, Rodney Ronquillo.